there hey and welcome to this thursday pod of born to be a star today is another day and another opportunity for us to talk about some important things um today is thursday which means we're one more day closer to friday and i got the weekend off so excited so happy uh so incredibly excited to not have to get up on a saturday uh i'm i just feel like I've been feeling lately like I have to work every Saturday, which isn't bad necessarily, but also it's not great either. But who cares? Um, I'm just grateful that, you know, I have a job, honestly, and it's something I actually love to do because I could always be doing something that I don't like. And who wants to do that? Nobody, right? Even... When things get bad, you can always look at the positivity. Anyways, today is Thursday and it's a new day. It's a new opportunity for us to recognize our star power. For us to look in the mirror and say to ourselves, what? Yes, I can. What else can we say when we look in that mirror? I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to give up on myself. I'm never going to give up on things that I'm trying to do. I'm never going to give up on my goals. I'm never going to give up on things I'm trying to succeed with. I'm never going to give up on trying. And I'm never going to give up on attempting to do something better. Finally, why not today? Because being indecisive and procrastinating isn't going to get you anywhere. It's going to leave you exactly where you are and you're going to be questioning things. And who wants to do that? I mean, I know I don't. So let's leave indecisiveness and let's leave uh, the inability to make a decision behind and let's make decisions and let's not procrastinate. Let's just get it done. Finally, why not today? Just why not? What are we waiting for? Are we going to wait to see if maybe we can try it out? I don't think so. I think that's going to fail. I think we should just chase our dreams and go for the goals that we want to succeed with. If we do that, then we don't have to wonder, right? That's the goal. No one's talking to you, Skip. They can't even hear you, Jush. Skip's trying to interrupt my uh, podcast, as always. Moving into the next part of the conversation... Don't forget your star wherever you are. Let's get into some headlines with no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. The CIA and the FBI are crooked. It's likely that Jeff Epstein had stuff up, stuff on the director of the CIA or the person in charge of the CIA. Uh, There was some shooting that happened yesterday in Atlanta because a shooter was apprehended. We still don't have the manifesto from, you guessed it, uh, from the person that killed six Christians at a Christian school. But they quickly found the identification of the person that was leaking things on Discord about how, I don't know, the United States of America has a shitty army. They're not well equipped for any kind of war with China. And we're funding something that's going to gonna at some point end between Russia and um, Ukraine. But we keep on lying to ourselves, acting like Ukraine is so strong. Are they really strong? What exactly are we accomplishing by lying? Continuously lying. Now, they found all that and they were able to 
pinpoint where that person was that did that, but they can't give us a manifesto for the person that killed three children and three adults. Where is that information? Why don't we have it? What is holding them up from providing that to the public? What is holding that up to, from providing that to American citizens? So we can know why a Christian community was attacked. I am a Catholic. I am a Christian. That could have been my nephew, my niece, my children, my students. That could be me in that school. That could be my mom in that school. That could be my husband's mom in that school. That could be my sister-in-law, Michelle. That could be one of my aunts, one of my cousins. That could be one of my best friends. That could be anybody that I love and care about. That could have been them dying. Any other time there's a shooting or whatever, they don't wait this long to give out the information. I think I know why they're not giving the information. Could it be because the person that did it was trans and they attacked the school because it was Christian? Could it be that? Could it be that they don't want to give any volume to the idea that a mentally ill, psychopathic lunatic attacked a Christian institution because it was a hate crime? That's what it was. I don't need to see the fucking manifesto. But if you want to see it, if you don't believe what I'm saying, then why haven't they shown it yet? What are we waiting for? Why did she attack that area? I wonder why. Is it maybe because, hmm, Matt from Daily Wire is fighting to keep that state safe from trans thoughts or rights? Hmm, could it be because the rules are different there? Could it be because that person just has a mental problem because they were going to attack another school too but they decided to attack that other one instead because it had less potential problems to arise from them attacking that one they had less security and it was easier for her to get into that or him or whatever you want to call it him we need to stop giving these people an out because they say they're trans That doesn't mean you get to just go around and shoot and kill people because you want to. Because you're crazy. And I'm sorry. I I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Trans is crazy. Not only is it crazy, but it's insane. And it's not real. So there's that. Next part of our conversation, the people don't trust the government. I just told you that it's likely Jeffrey Epstein was sending notations to the person in charge of the CIA. I have to listen to the police from Atlanta after I just had to listen to the police where my brother lives. After I just had to listen to police come on the TV. Then there's Chicago. Then there's New York. Then there's LA. Every day, every five minutes, some police officer is on the television given an explanation about some crazy ass person trying to kill somebody or that did kill somebody. And we are going to sit here and we are going to act like what I'm talking about isn't real. The America is burning down. Not only is it burning down, but it's not coming back. Now, I love America. I, I value my 
my residency in this country. But if I win a lottery, I'm leaving. If if I come across some money, if some one of my relatives gives me something in a will and it's a decent amount of money, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Bye. I, I don't even want to tell y'all where I'm going because honestly, I don't want anybody to know. Honestly, America is not in a good place right now. Everything costs way too much money. Gas is also going up. I watched the gas price go from three fifty to three seventy five within twenty four hours, and that's just going to continue to climb. But you know the worst part of all of this? There's only one party that's involved in all this corruption and chaos and insanity, and it is the Democratic far left party of lunacy called the Progressives. Not only is it that. These people have are in videotapes. There's logs that the FBI won't allow people to see from Jeffrey Epstein that probably shows that Bill Clinton was involved with a lot. Not just him, but also some princes, some princes from the UK and a bunch of other stuff too. These people act like they they can't be touched, like they're they're so worthy of everything, but they're not. They're slime balls. Have you seen Hunter Biden? He doesn't want to pay for his illegitimate child. Then why are you having all these sex with all these women, all these cocaine whores and all these things you're doing? Like, this is what you're doing. You can't blame anybody else. You're an adult, man. You are a grown ass man and you do not have a job. And you're basically a drug mule for your father. You're all a corrupted bunch of people. And we all know it. The cat's out of the bag. You sold America out for China and some bunch of other countries, too. Honestly. Just honestly. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Thank God they found that man from Atlanta. Let's get to the next part of this conversation. They are coming for cash next. They're setting up this universal money system that's going to eliminate your ability to have cash. And that's coming. It might take them longer to do it, but it's coming. A universal banking system, that's coming. That's the way for the government to have an eye on everything you spend your money on. That's next. I'm going to say this. And don't take offense to what I'm going to say, right? Because I'm not saying this to be rude. If you are of a, a a young age, anywhere from 18 to 40, or even 45, and you're able to work at a job and, and build yourself some way for like an IRA, you're able to get your money in an IRA, or you're able to get your money to invest in houses, be careful with 401ks, with Fidelity and the rest of them, because you can't trust the government in the United States. And I know they're supposed to take your money and they're supposed to move it around and there's marketing managers and they're supposed to be doing all these things or the financial advisors. But honestly, I don't know if these people can be trusted. Like, I'm not saying that because I'm I'm trying to make you not believe in them. I'm saying that because are you watching what's happening with the Fed right now with Jerome Powell? He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's raising it. He's dropping it. He's raising it. He's trying to align with the stock market. But that's not going to fix anything. There's a...
there's something wrong here. They're coming after money, and that's not just it. That means every time you buy something, they can see everything you do. You know that, right? When you purchase something from a bank, you might think that no one can see it, but the only way people can't see what you're buying is if you have cash. And once that's gone, all your privacy is gone too. Just saying. Get ready for the worst because it's coming. The elite uniparty wants to take over everything and they don't care about anything you have to say. They want you to sit in a box, eat bugs, not be able to commute anywhere. And they want you to be okay with that. Why they keep lying about Chicago? Because if they tell the truth about Chicago, it's a dead pool, right? It's just dead bodies everywhere. It's black people shooting black people, trying to like injure white people and it's just the end of days they make these movies with all these like like negative like sayings or negative words end of days that's what chicago is doa it's all these bad things all at once and we can't lie about black on black crime white on white crime crime on crime bad people that are maliciously willing to attack somebody go hate crime and everything that's happening i want to bring this full circle right now before we get into the next part of our conversation with the t i've said it before the democratic party created the kkk and they easily created the kkk because they needed more votes so what did they do they created a group of people to attack minorities they burnt down a republican black city and they won't stop there if you're a minority and you think you're protected because you're a democrat you're a fucking moron they are not on your side they don't want you to figure out how to survive without them they want you to need them forever and you don't need the government outside of someone being in a retirement age in being elderly and needing them for their medical or social security, that is the only way you need the government. Or if you're getting food stamps from the government. But young people have to know, they have to pay attention to their retirement. They have to pay attention to their 401k. My generation doesn't have a pension. My generation is gonna have to be aware of the fact that we're not getting social security when we retire. It's not happening. The worst is yet to come. It is. This is just the beginning of the end. Be aware of that. You can't save Chicago. You can't save New York. You can't save any of these places. You can't save Detroit. These are unsavable. You can't save LA. We can't save these places. And it's sad because America is in a beautiful country. But it's not going to be beautiful when they're done. There's not going to be nothing left. Moving into the next part of our conversation, let's get to some of this tea. Being a star means you're a radiant light. As a radiant light, you have to be aware of the fact that many others are not radiant light. They are the darkness. And they feed off of your light because they don't have any light. You know how I always talk about misery loves company? It does love company, but I don't have any availability for company because I don't have any availability for anybody because I'm busy. So if you're looking for company with me and you're miserable, bye. I'm good. I don't care what you're saying. I don't have any time to talk to you and we don't have anything to do. I'm really disconnecting myself 
from conversations or people where all we talk about is negative things. I don't want to do that anymore. I have a goal. I have a mission to make the world smile and make this planet a better place. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that is by providing the star power to anyone I can think of. Like changing someone's bad day into someone's positive day. Telling somebody to smile instead of frown. Telling somebody, yes, you can. Talking to somebody in the grocery store, letting them explain like why they had a bad day and telling them, it's okay, I understand. I hope you get better. I hope that problem gets solved. These small things can make a huge difference. Don't let anybody steal your light. And if you are enthusiastic, energetic, happy, and you're that person, you're going to find out very quickly who you can be around and who you can't be around. I almost gave my light away for nothing. And I can't ever do that again. I can never be to the spot I was at willing to give my light away to fit in with others. You shouldn't do that either. If you're ever at that point where you're questioning yourself, like, am I too happy? Am I really questioning, am I too happy? If I'm too happy, then the people I'm around are too miserable for me to be around. Really? And when people ask you, why are you so happy? You should ask them, why are you so miserable? I'm happy because I'm alive. I mean, what the fuck? Don't let misery steal your day or your hours or your minutes or your second. Be strong. Chase your dreams. Be strong. Stay vindicated in your belief within whatever that is. Be strong. Know you can survive. You don't need everybody you meet to be in your life. These people are in your life for a reason or a season. They're not permanent fixtures, right? Not everybody you meet is going to always be in your life. And you got to be willing to understand that and willing to move on. You cannot bring everybody with you. You cannot attach your foot to a sinking ship and assume you're going to get around the world by sea. Because you're going to drown with that ship that's sinking. Let, Let it all go. And find your ability to be happy. That's the tea of the day. You don't dim your star for the darkness. You chase the darkness away with your light. Food for your thought for Thursday. You are light. Moving into the next part. And the main part of our conversation. Striving for success. Means... You're going to make decisions that are going to make you more successful than you currently are. You should always be striving for success. You should always be trying to do better than whatever you're doing. You should always know that, yes, you can. Life has a tendency of making you feel like you're not meeting up to whatever the qualifications are to exist. But that doesn't mean anything. Why can't you apply for a job that you like more than the one you're working at now? Why can't you go and finish whatever degree you were doing? Why can't you get things done? Some people haven't gotten their GED yet. Why can't you go and get your GED? Why can't you do any of these things? Like, I like instilling in the idea that you can do anything and you can succeed at anything. If you strive to be successful and do amazing things, you can do it. No one can stop you. You 
can be as amazing as you want to be. You just have to be willing to try, willing to not be scared or fearful, and willing to face reality, whatever that may be. Like, I can remember applying for jobs, putting in my resumes, waiting for interviews, waiting for a response, good or bad. You always have to send a letter or a notation or an email. Like, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the email, regardless of whatever happens. Thank you for working with me. Taking that time to set yourself apart from everyone else. Definitely. Definitely makes a difference. And we have to be aware of that for ourselves. You can strive for anything, but it should especially be for success. Why not? Why can't you do that? Why can't you be amazing? Who's going to stop you? Facing your fears, like I just said, you don't run away from your fears. You face them. You don't run away from people that are chastising you or making you feel bad. You confront them and ask them why. You put reality in people's faces. Like, if you're not going to appreciate me, then someone else will. One man's trash is another man's treasure. I am not going to be mistreated because you're stupid. So bye. I'm good. Moving on. Like, I'm not going to waste my time and I'm not going to waste yours. I don't know about you, but my time is valuable. That's the one thing I can't buy is time. You can spend your money and buy anything you want in the entire world, right? Even in space, probably. But the one thing you can't fund is time. It's constantly moving forward. We're losing time with age. We're losing time with minutes and hours and days and months and years. And we cannot get that back. So when you make these decisions, you have to be aware of what the outcome could possibly be. Face your fears. Don't let your fear control you. Because if you let your fear control you, you're not living. You're living in fear. Enthusiasm is a gift. Because when you're enthusiastic and you're happy and you're positive and you see the light and everything, then you don't see the darkness. And even if the darkness is there, your light is too light for the darkness to even show. So be enthusiastic, be happy, be positive, be all those things and more. Everyone, is everyone still working at home? I got to think most people are going back to work or a majority of people are going back into the office. But it's likely that some positions are still online. Some companies are still offering um, their uh, employees the ability to do either some home at work and some home in a, some work in the office like they have that flexibility but a lot of positions are in person i like my my career my job because i get to see people and i like that i think that definitely makes my day go by better like i like being able to be home and the flexibility of working at home but i also like the ability to be able to see people i feel like that's really important I really do. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that a lot of people are returning back to work, I think that managers and companies are just tired of the idea that people need to be working at home forever now. Because, dude, COVID's over. So at this point, like, what are we talking about? I don't know. A regimen is nice. I have a regimen when it comes to my work clothes. I pick out my outfits weeks in advance and people might think I'm weird or why are you doing that? Some people are like, I like to wake up and pick out my clothes. I don't like to do that. I like to have everything 
outlined and prepared and I like to have everything in order. I like to organize everything. I've organized things to the point where I can't find things that I really need to look for. Like I still can't find my wigs that I had. I have no idea where they are. I I really got to take like a week or something to find them. Like that part's a little ooh, woozy. But outside of that, like, I don't know. I feel like having a regimen where you do things a specific way, you wake up on time, you do things the way they're supposed to be, it's essential to your healthy mind and your healthy living and, and being stress-free. I think that that's critical for all of those things. Moving into the next part of our conversation with Star Watch Talk, Fight Club. That's a movie that I've seen forever ago, but I want to watch it. Jigsaw, Top Gun. Also, this thing called Women Talking looks okay. I saw Amityville. That was on um, Amazon. I might try that. No, that was on um, Shudder. It's horror. Unseen. That's on Amazon. True Lies. Britannia. I don't know. Maybe 007. Uh, these are on HBO. Go. Berlin Station. You know, I like British shows. I really think Berlin Station is something I definitely want to look at and watch. It's definitely going on the list. War Games. Maybe I saw a preview for that. That might be something I want to watch. And something called Crimson Tide. Those all look very interesting. I really got to finish up with my Apple shows and my Netflix shows. I'm still trying to watch Love is Blind, The End. I'm just on this episode. And let me tell you why I don't know if I want to finish it. Let me tell you, mm. let's get to it, right? The chick with the blonde hair, whose name I can't remember. She had an argument with the dude she decided to say yes to. And she met up with the guy that she didn't choose. She decides to go with the other guy. And like she said, I, I'm like attracted to him. And it's just like, what the hell is happening? Like, how are you deciding you're attracted to him? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, that's just me. But it's like, what's up with these chicks, man? Like, I don't get it. That's why that show like makes me very angry when I watch it because it's not realistic. Like, if you're really going to get married to somebody, you really have to make sure you're willing to wear them marry them and i don't know is love blind maybe but to some effect you gotta like spend time with the person and and then you know you want to marry them sometimes people get married very fast like look at candace owens and her husband she says she met him and it was love at first sight sometimes love at first sight does exist but like is love blind like 
this Nick Lachey and his wife like show, it's okay, but some of it has me thinking like, what's what's next here? I don't know. That's the answer to the question. IDK. But Crimson Tide looks good. I'll have to give all these shows I just spoke to you about a try. Moving into food, keto pizza. I didn't know you're like, what? So basically making keto pizza, you use like a wrap or you use the gluten-free wrap. Then you put cheese and sauce and whatever toppings you want. You put that in the oven, let that cook from anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, chop that up, or you can put it in the air fryer if you've got the one with the tray. You don't want to put it in the circle air fryer with the drawers. You want to do it with the tray one. Definitely recommend that. I definitely think that you could top that with whatever you want and you can make it good. Also, the other option for keto pizza is you get like pans right you can get reusable like glass dishes or you can do the oven pans fill them up with sauce then cheese then toppings like italian sausage and peppers and onions and pepperoni and whatever you want more cheese more sauce load it up to the top then you put that in the oven you cook it off like it's a pizza and you just made yourself a crustless pizza like you can legitimately do that with anything instead of putting pasta get chickpea pasta we're eating carb, less carbs. You don't have to completely get rid of the carbs, but you should be figuring out a way to eat less of them. And when you do that, you're securing yourself health. Next part of the conversation, lazy air fryer everything omelet. So you open up the air fryer, bro. You put in some eggs, like three or four. Then you add in the meat and the veggies and you put that back in there, the cheese. You close the drawer, put that in the air fryer, let that cook for about, I don't know, three to six minutes. Take it out. Boom. You just made yourself an omelet. What? I recommend that you do this on like a weekend or a day off because you do not want to be doing this while you're trying to go to work unless you want to wake up early in the morning to try it. But honestly... I honestly think that either one of those options for keto pizza is good. Give it a try. That omelet's bomb too. Let's get in the egg roll in a bowl. Like we're talking about all these delicious things that we love to eat. So with egg rolls in a bowl, you want to get coleslaw, but you want to get the coleslaw mix. Then you want to get rice. You're going to go for like, you're going to make your own like Chinese rice, like stir fry rice. You can either buy it or you can make it from scratch. Um, you're going to want to have soy sauce you're going to want to have the spicy red chili sauce you're going to want to have ground beef you're going to want to have some uh, um you're going to have the carrots from the coleslaw mix but you're going to want to also mix up your own carrots too you are also going to um make sure you get some like red sauce so you're going to want like a sweet and sour sauce to pour on top of it you put that in the oven, or you could do it in a skillet. Let it cook off for a little bit of time. Bomb. There you go. Egg roll in a bowl. So you basically took everything that goes in the egg roll, and you just mix it up, and you can eat it. You could top it off with the spicy chili sauce, or you could do it with the uh, sweet and sour sauce that I said that you typically dip the chicken, um, the tenders in that you get if you order Chinese food. Next part of the conversation 
venison chili. So you're taking venison, right? You're chopping that up into pieces. You're adding in the beans, kidney beans, red beans, black beans, uh, chopped chilies, peppers, onions, tomatoes, boom. Tomato sauce, boom. Uh, beef broth, boom. Let that simmer. Then you add in the hot sauce. Then you want to add in some jalapenos, some white peppers. Let that cook off. Add in some cheese. You know, obviously you want to do this in a big pan or you want to do this in like a deep dish. Uh, let that cook for, you can put it in a slow cooker too if you really want it to be flavorful. You really want to make sure that you're making this the way you want it to be. Um, I give this a couple hours to make sure it's completely done. Boom. You got chili. You can make this any time of the year and it's always good regardless. It's really good too. Now I want chili, man. Now I really want chili. But instead of the beef, you're doing the venison. So you do the venison. That's the meat. You cook that off a little bit. You don't fully cook it. Put that in. Then you add in both of the beans. Then you add the peppers and the onions. And then you add in, if you want, you can do more vegetables than that. You're going to want to do tomato sauce, diced tomatoes. Then you're going to want to add some chilies. Add that all in slow and stir. Oh, my God. I want that right now. Mm. With some sour cream on top and some cheese. Let's go. You can tell I like to eat, right? But I'm really trying to eat better. There's no reason you can't and still enjoy eating food without all the carbs. And chili is a great way for you to not have carbs. Just saying. Breakfast hash. So breakfast hash. You're going to do hash browns, eggs, bacon, onions, peppers, mix, eat, done, cheese. Let's go. Mm. Or you can put syrup on top of it. Any of those things, I'm pretty sure they taste really good and they look really good. Regardless, I'm ready to do it. Next, ribbon fries. And I know you're like, what? To make ribbon fries, you can basically take a potato, any kind of potato, whether it's a sweet potato or a regular potato, and you get this carver, right? Like, instead of getting the knife to cut the fries with, you get, like, the spiralizer that you put in the middle of the potato and you push down, and then you rip it up. And then in between the fixtures and the tool, you have the pieces of the potato and that is the the fry so you separate that once you have the consistency of you one of the ribbon fries you put that into a pan and you can season that and you put that in the oven anywhere for about 10 15 maybe 20 minutes making sure it's done you can make your you can get some spicy tomato sauce or uh ketchup dip that in bomb you can add cheese on top of it boom you can do loaded ribbon fries if you want there's so much you can do with it the the possibilities are just endless man next part of our conversation cottage cheese toast so how do you do cottage cheese toast obviously you do toast but you want to do toast that doesn't have any carbs in it so you do the carb free toast then you get some cottage cheese then you can add in bacon or eggs or avocado and whatever you want and then you just eat it. You can have that any day of the week. But again, uh, make sure you have time to do this because you're going to want to make sure you put toppings on it that you like. Anyways, that, my friends, is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Born to be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Friday, a.k.a. Friday. Bye.